Hi, welcome to the Badass Breastfeeding Podcast. I'm Diane, your lactation consultant. And I'm Abby, the Badass Breastfeeder. And today's episode is brought to you by Rumina Nursing Wear's Pump and Nurse Collection. All-in-one products that you can both breastfeed as well as pump hands-free in. And we'll hear more about Rumina after our review of the week. Yeah, I've got the review of the week. And this is an older review, but I was going through and sometimes I'll read some of the older ones sometimes and be like, oh, like before we were doing reviews of the week. Yeah. yeah. So so this is from OK Ducre. This podcast came at the perfect time for me. I finally gave up on trying to sleep train my baby. The first night we co-slept the whole night and I nursed her and I nursed her. We both got the best sleep in four months. This episode just validated what I was feeling and gave me so much confidence that my instincts were right. Thank you, ladies, so much. And that is like, I love the validation. You know, I love Mm -hmm. it when moms can tell us that they're validated by decisions that they were making that they weren't sure were right for, you know, it's like, you're probably right. I know, (laughs) because all the things we're constantly being told that we're wrong about things. Like, you know, know that, you know, all those, all those like instinctual feelings that we have, we're just told to ignore them. Mm -hmm. But they're usually right. They're usually right. Absolutely. So keep on keeping on, people. <laughs> Follow those instincts. But send us reviews while you're following your instincts. That should lead you to the iTunes. Give us a review. <laughs> and we would love to read yours on the air, too. But we also really like to know what you like about the podcast and things that you want us to talk about. Because a lot of times people will make suggestions um, about what they want to hear. And we'd love to be able to do that for you, too. So... Go to iTunes, leave us a review, and we'll put you up. And what are we going to talk about today? I know. What we, actually, I'm lying because I know. But <laughs> it's a it's a good one. It's good. Yeah. So let's talk about like breastfeeding toddlers and small children because I know we've talked about it before, and we've talked about some of the some of the criticisms that people have of it and how they're not true. And we talk about comebacks. We talk about all these kind of all these things around um, breastfeeding beyond infancy, but we never really talk about like what are the good things about it and why are people doing it. You know, it's not you know we talk we talk so much about you know this is your decision, this is your business, and you don't have to explain it to anyone. And those are true, but some people and some people even listening might not know really exactly what why people are doing this, why people are making this decision to continue to breastfeed into toddlerhood and sometimes even into childhood. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, you know, I, I can, I breastfed my first until he was six and a half and I breastfed my second until he was four and a half. Um, and it wasn't because I was addicted to breastfeeding. <laughs> you it just wanted to be- piss people off. Yeah. Right? It wasn't just because I wanted to piss people off, although that is a great benefit. Um, to me Um, it's not I'm not trying to make a point I'm not trying to show off I'm not trying to flash my boobs at people it's not that I can't get him to stop if I wanted you know there's there's other there's actual real reasons why this worked for us and why it was such a wonderful thing for us and for so many people and if it's not for you that's cool I'm not sitting I'm not trying to like convince anybody but I think that that um there's a lot to it, a lot of really great things to it that I think people might not know. Right. Now, before 
we get into that piece of it, mm-hmm. let me just say that the American Academy of Pediatrics recommends breastfeeding to two. And the World Health Organization recommends breastfeeding to three. So they're not just like pulling that number out of a hat for no, you know, like it's, it is recommended to breastfeed your child into toddlerhood. That is recommended for your child. And there's a reason why that's recommended. And people really like, you know, I know a lot of people that follow to the letter what their pediatrician tells them. And when it comes to breastfeeding, though, nobody seems to remember that the it is recommended to breastfeed your child into toddlerhood because they get benefits from it still. Right. And then and then you have pediatricians that are that are that are licensed through this, you know, organization that actually recommends breastfeeding until two or three and beyond until is mutually, you know, as long as it's mutually beneficial for both the, you know, parent and the baby, which is I think is how it's worded. Yeah. Um, But then you have, you know, the pediatrician that's like, well, after six months, it's not, you know, there's no more nutritional benefit anymore. <laughs> what? Like, t- like, where in the world is this information coming from? Because this is just so wrong. Right. So, yeah, I mean, and that's, I think, one of the one of the biggest things that I think people really. um, Well, I mean, one of the great things about continuing to breastfeed for as long as, you know, you like um, is that there is so much nutritional value to it there's you know it's it's not that um it doesn't ever turn to water no it never just and by the way water is good for you (laughs) there's no it's never it never turns you know it never turns bad there's always an abundance of nutrients that your child is getting through um the breast milk that they you know that, that that will benefit their health for as long as it goes on. And it's appropriate, age appropriate for them. You know, like your child, especially after a year and into age two and into age three or whatever, wherever they are, they're at continually changing stages of development that your breast mm-hmm. milk is still going to accommodate. And your breast milk is still way more absorptive as far as vitamins, nutrients, all of those things than any food that you're giving them. So there it's never going to lose its benefit. Yeah, never. No, and I think there's like the research that's done. I think there's some research done on like breast milk in the in the second year of life. And how, and they 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 can see how the nutrients become more um concentrated. You know, because your baby, your child is starting to starting to have more solid foods and they're starting to have other things part of their diet. And so your body just knows this. And so it starts to concentrate all of those nutrients down to a smaller amount of milk so that they're still getting, even with the less breast milk that they're drinking than they were when they were, say, six months old, they're they're still getting all of those nutrients. Right. I mean, so even your body is just like, yeah, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm supposed to be giving this, like, you know, even more concentrated breast milk to this older, older toddler oh my gosh nutritionally i mean and that is just one small benefit of you know extended breastfeeding but 
nutritionally it's just and i used to tell people too like you know when your child gets to be over the age of one you know they're walking they're into so much stuff they're touching everything putting it in their mouths like that you're giving them that added immunity too well and that's the other one is the disease protection right Mm -hmm. i mean they're going to get less they're going to get sick less frequently and when they do get sick it might be less um you know, it might not last as long or be as bad. Right. And when you're sick, just keep breastfeeding. People wonder that too. Like, should I keep breastfeeding or should I keep my distance? No, man. Breastfeed as much as you can because they're getting all those antibodies. Yeah. And, you know, I've had I've had mothers tell me that their child got really sick. Um, you know, maybe like after the age of a year or whatever. And they were so thankful that they were still breastfeeding because it was the only thing their child could tolerate. It yeah. kept them hydrated. It kept them nourished. You know, it was fighting that illness. That was the only thing that their child was able to take. Right. And it'll calm them down. Right. It keeps them more like, you know, relaxed and comforted. Yeah. I remember one mom specifically, she was like, thank God I was still breastfeeding. And like, you never want to plan for anything like that. But it was something that happened that, you know, they were able to work through and the breastfeeding was you know it's it was with them so they were able to at least still be giving the baby that nourishment yeah and then cognitive function this is one of the things that this is you know breast milk helps develop all of these vital organs in your body Mm -hmm. um and it will continue to, to to do that as long as you breastfeed And it'll do it even better the longer you do it. Now, I'm not saying that you have an underdeveloped brain if you did not breastfeed, you know, (laughs) until your child was seven years old. That is not what I said. But it will benefit as long as you do. Um, And what about like the whole what about because there's all this. This is one of the things that people people say is that, oh, you know, you're gonna you're you're hurting you're causing psychological damage by breastfeeding these older kids you know that's inappropriate they're gonna be weird they're you know (laughs) it's not normal you know you're hurting them but it's actually the completely opposite completely opposite yeah yeah i mean like breastfeeding is linked to you know better outcomes for social development and emotional stability and independence Mm -hmm. because that's the other thing that people misunderstand is like well you're gonna just you're you know you're gonna make them dependent on you they're always gonna they're gonna be so needy if you keep breastfeeding them actually the more you meet your child's emotional needs when they're young the more independent they will be exactly later in life yeah Absolutely. This is just true. This is just development. This is just human development. We know this to be true. Um, and then you got my pet peeve lately of why are we encouraging babies to try to fend for themselves? Yeah. You know, why we say, oh, well, we don't, you know, you don't want the baby to be too attached to you. You don't want them to really, you know, to need you. So you shouldn't be doing it. It's like they're little, little children, you know, like... <laughs> <laughs> they do need you it's they do need fact. you yeah like there's no getting around that i'm sorry 
They cannot drive themselves to Cub Scouts. They are not doing any. They can't make their own dinner. You know, like you still need to take care of them. So let's take the most nurturing thing you can do out of the equation. You know, it just doesn't make any sense. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, you don't want to encourage all of that neediness because that all. Yeah. But yeah, you do. Actually, you You do better. The more you do encourage it, the more you meet those needs, the more that you foster that dependence. The benefits you're going to see, you're going to see such great um, benefits later in life. And it's so hard to wait that long, you know, because I mean, it's like, you know, it's true. It comes later because they're needy for a really, really, really long time. They are like a really long time. And when we talk about meeting those emotional needs, we do mean like for a long time for like their entire childhood. You know, and they will become such well-adjusted, emotionally stable adults. You know, I was reading something recently that said um, it was it was really, really interesting. A lot of it, it was about like the, um, you know, like having having babies back way back, way back, way back when. Mm-hmm. And then, a, you know, comparison to having babies now and how the mother is responsible for nourishing relationships. That is just how it is like that is how nature has it set up that the mother is responsible for nourishing relationships in her child and if that doesn't happen your child grows up to not have good relationships you right. know the potential I mean, this is, is the there. first relationship they have right all future ones are based on this one so it is really you know and it's funny because i see all the time and I just can't even get into these Facebook arguments because it just oh, it makes me yeah. sick. But like I've seen a couple recently about, you know, like mothers feeling like they were shamed into breastfeeding and all this stuff, which mm-hmm. quite honestly, like that's a whole discussion for a different podcast. But um, people and then people are saying, you know what, when your kid's 30, nobody's ever going to know if they were breastfed or not. Which I think is just bullshit because you can tell. It doesn't come down to like, that's just ignorance on the part of people not realizing all the benefits that go along with breastfeeding. And sometimes people will say, oh, I wasn't breastfed. I turned out fine. Really? How's your relationship with your mom? How is, you know, your gut health? How is your cognitive ability? You know, like things that you don't, realize are connected there go all the way back to infancy that is where you're setting up your life at infancy right Right. i'm yeah i mean you can you can like your your those that very first relationship when need when your needs are not met through that very first relationship and you can meet those needs not breastfeeding Let's be clear. If you weren't able to breastfeed and you didn't want to breastfeed, you know, there's all kinds of, you know, there's all kinds of reasons why people don't breastfeed and that's fine. Um, But, but when those needs are breastfeeding is one wonderful way to meet the needs. Um, And it's, you know, this is a breastfeeding podcast. So this is what we're talking about. But we're also talking about how people say, oh, you don't want your kids to need you. Like, you know, like, so it kind of comes in with that. Yeah. What I'm saying is like, if you don't, if you basically, if you don't meet the child, the child's needs, they will have problems. This is what we're seeing in the world, right? We're seeing a bunch of people (laughs) who 
didn't have their needs met as children. You can see this. I was, you know, we were at a we were at a park yesterday, and where there were these um, there were these kids. My kids were playing, and there were other kids there. And these other kids, like, kind of, they came up to um, my to the to the group of kids, and they were like throwing wood chips and and sand. And oh. they're like, you're, it was very like, they, I don't know what was going on. And then the parents, there were a group of um, women that were sitting on a bench that I think were with them. They were definitely with them because uh, we were the only ones there. Um, and they were completely not, you know, paying any attention at all. Um, and, you know, my son was getting so upset. And I said, I know it's very upset when people um, are not nice to you and don't know how to relate to other people and i said you know he just he was like i he was so mad and i said i said listen these are these are these kids don't just know to be mean you know Mm -hmm. they're learning this from somewhere you know they've learned it from somewhere i said we can take a moment and maybe even feel sad that this is how they're navigating relationships Mm -hmm. and interacting with people you know and you put it to him like that it was just like i just wanted him to not be so rage so (laughs) ragey um but he was like okay he's like well i'm kind of mad at the parents and i was like yeah right i mean like let's take it there maybe you know if you're not meeting your children's needs which you can meet in various ways um we're talking about breastfeeding but when those needs are not met you will see it through Life, you can see, look around your office where you work or your group of friends or your um, government or, you know, your, you know, just the world around you. Mm-hmm. People are not just born a-holes. Right. You know, they get this way because their their needs were not met. Okay, that's my soapbox. It is. And, and I, I, I do this. I do. I'm a social worker. I've been worked in social work. Since I, you know, graduated from college and I see it all the time. Oh, my God. It's you know, I've seen all this over. all over and I've seen it with kids. I know what I'm talking about. Yeah, this is this is how people get to be dysfunctional adults. It starts in childhood. It does. It absolutely does. And, you know, kind of like to, to piggyback on what you were saying about, like, you can nurture a child without breastfeeding them. And I I have said this to my husband before. I know he wasn't breastfed. But he is probably one of the most, you know, just he's very kind hearted. He's very, you know, calm. He's very laid back. He's, you know, very successful in what he does. Um, And I remember like saying to him one time, you could tell he's the way he is because of the support he received from his family. You know, I mean, he did make, you know, significant, you know, as a dad by the age of 19 and, you know, things like that. But he was out. They were so supportive with every single thing that he ever did in his life. And they were there for everything. And he has these wonderful memories of vacations and, you know, card games and growing up. And, you know, like that is nurturing. That is nurturing your child. Mm-hmm. And there yeah. wasn't breastfeeding wasn't involved there. And it was 55 years ago or whatever. But. That is that is nurturing your child. That was the first relationship that he had. And she, his mother, made that very, very, very nurturing. And he it did not hinder him at all. He just continued to like do and, you know, become successful because he was always encouraged to do more, be more. You're wonderful. You're a great son. You're this or that. And, you know, 
you can nurture kids from a very early age in many you ways. To, you have to. You have yeah. to meet their needs. You have to. Otherwise, it will follow them. Mm-hmm. And then it will affect everyone in their life as adults. Exactly. Exactly. You know, and then that's what you put into the world. And you, you really know, let's you... give the world like let's give the world a bunch of people who are going to save it. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, I know. oh, my God. We need some we need some help here. We need a, we need some people who are being who are having their needs met. You know, we're and, and you know, bre- we're so back to breastfeeding because this is a breastfeeding podcast. Um, you know, we're talking about breastfeeding and breastfeeding into toddlerhood and into even into to childhood like I did with my um, oldest son. Um, breastfeeding is 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 for me it was one of these easy ways to do that mm-hmm. now i'm not saying breastfeeding is easy Just hold on a second <laughs> it's hard but it's all hard no matter what you it's do it's all hard, hard. it yeah. was one of these things that i felt was still really benefiting my kids they were still really they were still really into it you know and even when i was was working to create those boundaries for myself and trying to get trying to keep my own head on so that i wasn't losing my mind and trying to create some of that space and stuff I needed for myself, they still seemed like they really, really needed it and wanted that relationship. And so I worked really hard to, 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 to let them wean on their own. And again, that was just like one of the tools that I think was, um, that helped me be able to just meet their needs. And now they don't breastfeed. And so I, you know, I, I have to do it other ways. And of course, you know, all of there's all kinds of things that work together. It's not just one thing or or the other. Right. Um, but, you know, this is something that's gone on, you know, breastfeeding uh, toddlers and small children is something that's gone on since humans have been on Earth. Oh, my gosh. You know, and and it's gone on and it goes on still in other cultures. I mean, we don't see it here because we have turned it into this thing that's icky and inappropriate and gross and you know it's sexual if they're too old and all of these weird things that we've done to the you know to the female body basically um but this is actually normal breastfeeding Mm -hmm. into toddlerhood and small childhood is really really normal it's very biologically normal it is it is biologically normal it is what's supposed to be happening Should we hear from our sponsor? Yes, we should. We should. Today's episode is brought to you by Rumina Nursing Wear's Pump and Nurse Collection. Are you looking for a bra or tank top you can do both breastfeeding and hands-free pumping in? Don't want to completely disrobe to put on a different pumping top? Rumina Nursing Wear's Pump and Nurse Collection has helped thousands and thousands of breastfeeders reach their breastfeeding goals by offering all-in-one products that breastfeeders can easily easily nurse and pump hands-free in. With their simple hands-free pumping design, breastfeeders don't have to worry about disrobing completely or putting on additional pumping straps or tops. All of Rumino's products are comfortable to wear all day and supportive for busy, multitasking people like you. Badass breastfeeding listeners can receive an exclusive 20%. This is a deep discount. 20% discount mm-hmm. on Rumina's Pump and Nurse Collection by visiting their website, pumpandnurse.com and using promo code BB19, as in badass breastfeeder, BB19. And this promo code and link can be found on our website at badassbreastfeedingpodcast.com. 
along with all of our other sponsors, all of our breastfeeding resources, all of our episodes, as well as information about scheduling your lactation consultation with Diane. So biologically normal. You know, if you say that to somebody, I don't even sometimes know what to say. When somebody says, oh, my gosh, I could never, you know, how could somebody breastfeed that long? They're going to psychologically damage their child. Like, I don't even know what kind of response to give that person because it's such an idiotic thing to say. (laughs) It's so ignorant. And if you say, well, it's biologically normal, I don't think I don't think people really understand what that means. No, I don't think they do either. It just it means that you were born that they're, they're born to breastfeed. And they will stop on their own eventually yeah. when they're ready. But, you know, and that's not to say that you can't stop before because you certainly can. Oh, yeah, you absolutely but, can. Yeah. But let's talk for a second, too, about like about the mothers. You know, like we talk yes, a lot about yes. the baby. Of course, there's always benefits for the babies. But, you know, there is more research coming out now all the time about how breastfeeding duration is really the key to a lot of these benefits. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it used to be that we would say, oh, any amount of breastfeeding, you're going to get benefit, which is true. That is still very true. Any amount of breast milk that you can give to your child is beneficial. Any amount is beneficial to your child. But the more breast milk they get, the longer you breastfeed them, the better the benefits for you and your child. So if you're somebody says, oh, well, you know, I breastfed my child, but they're still sick all the time. How long did you breastfeed for? Oh, a month and a half. Okay. So great. I'm glad that you were able to do that, but you, there's more benefits the longer you breastfeed. You know, the duration is really, really important. And we know now how breastfeeding can help moms with breast cancer and cervical cancer and osteoporosis and, you know, all these things that happen later, that can happen potentially, you know, come up later in life that now your body has this extra protection from. And the more babies you breastfeed, the better and the longer you breastfeed them, the better your protection is against these things. Yep. I agree. (laughs) Yes. So, yeah, I mean, there's research on um, a whole bunch of different kinds of cancers, osteoporosis, like you said, arthritis, cardiovascular disease, even um, insulin um, requirements for diabetics are lower with people who are breastfeeding, who have breastfed for, you know, like you said, the longer the duration, the better outcome. Right. Um, And... You know, there's also the benefit of delaying fertility and keeping your, which is not a guarantee. It's not a birth control, but, um, you know, it will help delay fertility to give your body, um, that time to, uh, to recover and tandem nursing. I mean, you know, people, first of all, tandem nursing is totally doable. Breastfeeding through pregnancy is, um, safe, um, And if you, you know, if you continue that breastfeeding relationship into like future family planning, um, you, there's a lot of benefits to uh, the tandem nursing too. There is, yeah. Especially with the introduction of, of, you know, a new family member and how a lot of people get worried like, oh, there's, you know, they'll be jealous if they're still breastfeeding They're you know, all of this, but, but really it's the opposite. I mean, it really helps. They continue to have that relationship with you and that closeness and that security through that transition. And it can, um, that can benefit the whole family. Yeah, it really does. 
Aralita. So what do you say to somebody who who says, you know, well, you shouldn't be breastfeeding past a year. It's not, you know, it's not doing anything for your baby. I would say that science and anthropology and history and psychology and all of the major fields of study um, disagree with you. Yeah. You know, that there there's evidence, um, solid scientific evidence in all of the major fields of study about humans <laughs> that say... Um, <laughs> Yeah, that this is true. That that that's that it's that it's that it's um beneficial. That it's not harmful. That it's wonderful, and um there will be lifelong, uh, wonderful lifelong benefits to it. And there real like there really is. Now that my kids are getting older, I see benefits. You know that the kind of like emotional type of benefit that how you were saying earlier, it takes so long to see those things, but. Um, I do see them in that in my kids, and it does make me feel really good that I I gave that to them, you know, because it's really important. And I think yeah. society just does not. There really is no value on that in our society, which is why it makes me so upset when you see things like, oh, you know, you don't have to breastfeed. Don't let people guilt you into it. Don't let people say anything to you. And it's like, no, we don't. We don't want mothers to feel guilty about breastfeeding at any stage, no matter where they are in it. But we want mothers to be supported. And that's really what it comes down to. You know, if you are breastfeeding into, you know, one and a half, 18 months, 22 months, you know, two years, three years, you don't want to feel like you have to hide that from your pediatrician because you don't know what kind of pushback you're going to get. Right, right. Right. I mean, if you think that this, if the breastfeeding relationship is still, if your child is still interested and you're still interested, then it is normal and it is beneficial and it is totally appropriate to continue that relationship. Absolutely. And they will, they will wean. I mean, you know, some later than others, um, some so late that, you know, People will be like, I'm just not some people. I mean, some people said to me, still say to me, I could never breastfeed a six year old. I just like, couldn't do it. And that's fine. You know, that's that's an older that's a that's a kid. <laughs> that's a boy right there breastfeeding. Um, but, you know, if you if you can and you want to and you think it's benefiting your family, then you got to screw what everyone else is saying. Right. And that's kind of what because it comes they're down just to. Wrong. Yeah. Don't make decisions based on what somebody else is telling you. This is a decision between you and your baby, especially if it's about breastfeeding and then something about breastfeeding being harmful mm-hmm. because it's not that is not. That's just made up. That's like stuff that's made up in this culture that. He's rooted in all kinds of dysfunction. Yeah. Over somebody else's discomfort. Right. And exactly. somebody else's opinion. You know, and we've said it a zillion times. You get pregnant and everybody thinks they can give you an opinion on what you should be doing. Yeah, totally. On your in your parenting. Not just breastfeeding, but just parenting. And it's you just gotta learn from a very, very early stage that to tune some of that stuff out because they will definitely have an opinion to give you. And it's none of their business. It's not. Yeah. So hopefully that clears up, you know, why some of us breastfed for so long. And if you're thinking that 
you know, that's something that you're going to do, then it's totally normal. And, you know, if somebody's telling you that it's not that you just want to do it because you want to show off and you want to be extreme and you, you know, you're addicted to breastfeeding. That's my thing. I'm sorry. I've heard it. And it's just so funny to me. You want to show off. I know. I've, <laughs> and I've heard that one, too. And I'm just like, what is that even? I don't even I don't understand that at all. I don't know. I want to show um, off. Yeah. There's like real reasons why people, you know, that that, you know, that people are are letting breastfeeding relationships go on longer than what is culturally normal Mm -hmm. because culturally normal and biologically normal are two completely different things that's right it is so you do you mamas yes thank you for listening thank you bye bye